Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is Make It Plain. Make It Plain. M.I.P. With Massimella Mark Thompson. Make It Plain. Get woke. Ladies and gentlemen, it's always a pleasure to welcome back to Make It Plain fellow Georgetown Hoya Congresswoman Stacey Plaskett in her new role as an impeachment manager, just as we were starting, I was congratulating her and then we thought about it. So, well, is it, do you congratulate someone on an impeachment? But but I think we all should say the congratulations is in the regard of how proud we are of her and her ongoing accomplishments. And it is no small thing um, that the U.S. Congress and the Speaker, uh, and therefore, all Americans have put their faith and trust in her leadership and Congresswoman Plaskett's leadership. So here she is, Congresswoman Plaskett. Stacy, God bless you. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. Thank you. Did you have a great holiday and then a wonderful inauguration on Wednesday? Yeah. It, yeah. It's, the holiday was safe and blessed and inauguration was something. It, but honestly, I have the issue like I ask everybody. You, you were waiting on, because you still couldn't quite believe it was real. You know, it was like, is somebody going to pinch me? Is this really happening? Is Donald Trump going to come back from backstage and say, psych, I'm still here? So I was kind of, <laughs> I still have PTSD, but I, I'm glad that it happened. I don't know if you felt the same way. Were you, were you were there, were you still kind of like, is this really happening? No, I didn't feel that way. Okay. I felt kind of like, um... After, uh, as a mother, after you've given birth. <laughs> ah, <laughs> okay. And you're exhausted, but exhilarated and happy that um, the trial and the labor is over and, you know, something is there, the fruition, not knowing what it's going to be, what it's going to grow, wh- what it's going to end up being, but, you know, with great expectations for what's about to come. Yeah. And, and it must feel 
I mean, you being there was felt great to all of us to have Kamala Harris right. uh, take that oath. Yeah. And her being like you a fellow Afro-Caribbean. Oh my God. Yeah. That has yeah. so are, are are people at home like everybody in Jamaica? I mean, it's it's probably the same, isn't it? Um, well, you know, uh we're we're pretty we're pretty excited about the elevation of a Caribbean sister, but you know, truthfully, Caribbean people, you know, we're kind of prideful. We we think we all are that anyway. So uh, we're kind of like, well, what else would you expect but the first uh, female right. vice president to be but a, a Caribbean woman? I mean, you know, from Shirley Chisholm on down. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. So tell us um, how this evolved um, in, in terms of you being chosen as one of the impeachment managers, what what? How did that happen? What? How did that come about? Well, you know, I was um, I, I can recall I was in St. Thomas in my office. My staff told me that the speaker was trying to reach me. Uh, I thought it was going to be about um, a text that I had sent her about some security issues related to the Capitol. We had had a briefing from uh, the new acting chief. Cap of the Capitol Police, and I had some questions and some follow-ups about some of the comments and uh, the suggestions that she had made. So I just thought she was returning, you know, being gracious as she is and returning the phone call um, about that. And when she says she wanted to be an impeachment manager, it is often, it's not often that I don't have anything to say, but <laughs> I was quiet for a minute. I was like, <laughs> You're asking me to be an impeachment manager. So it's, you know, um, it's a really, it's nine of us. We all recognize how important this is, how solemn this is. Um, we see this as not only justice for our democracy and a means for repairing a fracture on the republic, but as also a means of healing. And that we, as much as everyone is talking about unity, that unity cannot take place unless there is justice and a reckoning of those ills that have been done. Yeah. And that this is part of that. That if we were to move on and sweep this under the rug, it's like a cancer that's never been dealt with in the body. Right. Just completely right. ignore it does not mean that it has gone away. And so we believe that, um, you know, I believe that the greatest threat in modern history, this individual who left his own devices would have us in a dictatorial state, um, a fascist regime that supports his imperial objectives. Uh, if he has not, is not checked, then he or others like him may come forward after him. And so it is not only about, you know, the first part. And, and what is so amazing to me, Mark, is that our founders understood this, that impeachment, the articles of impeachment were never just about removal of from office because it provides also from disqualification in the future and a stripping of that individual of the vestiges that we give to our former presidents or former elected officials as well. 
And so someone is not going to incite insurrection and attempt to overthrow at the beginning of their administration. They're going to do it at the end. Yeah. And an individual cannot just simply, once he's done something as horrific as call for the assassination of the vice president, the assassination of the Speaker of the House and other members, and to stop the constitutional duties of the members of Congress, we cannot allow that person to just resign and walk away, and it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the other thing, too, Congresswoman, to me, is, you know, we've, you know, there have been conflicts, wars around a lot of issues. Usually, though, it's about something tangible. Mm. Even as terrible as the Civil War was, the issue was slavery. Slavery existed. You were either for or against it. This thing that you all had to deal with, and in a minute I want to hear about, you know, your personal experience being in the Capitol that day, was an insurrection over something intangible and unreal. And, you know, I said to people, I I wonder if you would agree. Let's say people decided to demonstrate on the Capitol January 6th, nonviolently, for something tangible. Like, let's say those same people who also didn't get a decent stimulus check from Trump or McConnell, let's say they say, we're going to march on Capitol because we didn't get a stimulus check. Mm-hmm. What can we say? That's true. I mean, that happened. They didn't even do that. They came, it was something totally. <laughs> so to me, that makes it even more harrowing, don't you think? And I think that's what Biden was saying in his inaugural piece. It's one thing if we debate facts, but when you start pulling stuff out of thin air um, and then people react to it violently, that makes it even more harrowing, doesn't it? True, because you're asking us to refute evidence that doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, remember, this is not entirely intangible. These individuals who have been brainwashed, who were incited by the president, were his objectives were very clear. And he had a very tangible reason why he wanted, which was to hold on to power. And he utilized an, uh, um, an election for many, many months to gin these people up. Yeah. But let's recall that his rise to power was based on an underlying issue that America has never dealt with, right? In his birtherism, in his inability to accept that places like Philadelphia and Detroit actually organized individuals, Atlanta and other places in Arizona, um, those Latino communities organized themselves. And what he was basically saying is that your votes don't count. You are a non-existent, you are a non-person. We really should maybe be going back to slavery and treating you as a two thirds of a person and maybe reduce your votes by that level because then maybe I would have won. but I think there were so many of those underlying issues. Just when you look at the types of T-shirts, banners, the epithets that those individuals were spewing when they were out there, um, you know that there are undealt with issues that many of those uh, that the president, the former president, was preying on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and ultimately exploiting them and their own undealt with issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, on January 6th, because I've been talking to members of Congress about their experiences, what was going on in the building, where were you, what what was your experience like on that? Sure, day? I was in my office 
Um, a good friend had asked me to turn on a specific news cable news station that was actually playing all of the speech, you know, most reputable cable news networks would not um, give voice or give place for the president's full speech, but this one did. And so I was listening to his speech and knew that this was gonna be a lot wilder than we had anticipated. Um, and so, I mean, I come prepared. I had my pants on, had some flats on, um, didn't wear any dangly earrings, right, Mark? Because, uh, you know, you from Brooklyn, you better, you better have yourself prepared. <laughs> but <clears throat> I was going to go on the floor. Um, I saw Jamie Raskin speaking, and he had been my law school professor at American University. And so I saw him speaking on the floor and wanted to go on the floor one, to be with my colleagues as the uh, objections were being um, debated, but also I wanted to give him my condolences face-to-face -face rather than just in a text and in voice messages for the loss of his son several mm. days before. Mm. And just as I was had my jacket on and was you know collecting my things to go on the floor was when I saw that the floor proceedings had been disrupted and um, they were asking for a recess. And another staffer in my office told me that there had been a breach in the Capitol and they were asking us all to lock our doors. Mm -hmm. So I didn't make it over. Yeah. So when you were in your office, did anyone come by your office or try to confront you and your staff or were you um, kind of insulated? We were kind of insulated from that. We didn't have any direct confrontation. Um, you know, we received messages from Capitol Police uh, to whom only how we would open the door if we had to. Um, <clears throat> at a latter point, they were collecting all of the members and putting us in one location so that they could better protect us if something were going to happen. I went to that location and that's where I saw a lot of my Republican colleagues without mask on. Um, talked to a couple of members and then made the assessment that, you know what, this is really not a safe location with all of these unmasked individuals. Mm -hmm. And it's probably better for me to um, take my chances through the tunnels and get back to my office than to try and fight off an unseen virus in this room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it, Congresswoman Waters said the same thing the other day. You know, she said she didn't want to go in that room with a bunch of a, a maskless people. Right, and, which and is it, also, as Bonnie Watson Coleman said, a lie. That they were, um, they were actually putting us all in danger once again over a lie. That the yeah. virus is not real. Yeah, yeah. Um, at any point where you were members of your staff, did you all feel in danger mm -hmm. for your own physical? I don't think I mean, so. I, I, you'll have to ask them, but I think we all felt pretty safe where we were. Okay. Um, we felt pretty fortified. I've been checking in with a lot of my other colleagues, particularly those who were up in the gallery, and um, they they still worry me. Because, um, you know, the members who were on the floor were taken off the floor very quickly, but the members who were ringing the gallery had to stay there. For yeah, 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 I, I saw that. 
Now, so so where are we now in terms of the trial, getting it going? Um, I believe Monday is the day that the article will be transmitted to the Senate. Um, is the trial going to start immediately? What do we know? Not allowed to say. Oh. I am going to, you know, as it has been, um, as has been announced earlier today, we will be walking the articles, article of impeachment over on Monday morning. Um, but we are allowing the management, you know, uh, we're allowing the speaker as well as the Senate to determine the course uh, from there. We're respectful of the Senate's constitutional power over the trial. You know, we're being attentive to the fairness um, and we are ready to uh, carry out our duty, but we'll see what the process looks like. As just one of the managers, is there, a, if, are you able to say whether or not there's a specific area or, or, or a section, a segment of arguments that you're responsible for covering and arguing? No, I don't want to discuss the strategy uh, that we're going to be utilizing at that time. So so let me ask you this, because just to be clear, because you kind of alluded to it earlier. Impeachment is not just to remove. Correct. So so to be clear, because some people wonder, well, he's already gone. What's the point of having a trial? But but the point is, there are other issues that can be addressed and other sanctions that can come from impeachment. Correct. Correct. I mean, you know, as I said, the founders anticipated that an individual who had committed a high crime or misdemeanor or treason would attempt to flee persecution by resigning. As we had seen in the 1800s, we had cases where elected officials resigned their posts and the House still impeached them and the Senate still tried them because there needs to be a reckoning of what was done. And impeachment is not just for removal, it is for creating a stamp that says this will not be allowed under our constitution. But it is also in some instances to disqualify that person from the ability to come back and run again, as well as in the case of President Trump. How would it appear if we let this stand? Could you imagine our former presidents receive briefings on national security issues? Do we want him to have access to those national security? Do we want him to have taxpayers paying for staff, um, for pension, for all of the other things that we afford our highest official, our presidents? Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's very important. Do, do and, and I know we don't, we don't wanna violate, as you said, the protocol or decorum, but, Obviously, in your position, um, and all of you have to be thinking about votes. This comes down to votes in the Senate. Is, is there any signal or indication that with what you just laid out, all the other serious issues involved, that there's a chance that there would be two thirds, including Republicans, who would actually vote to convict? Well, we are going to be presenting this case to all 100 senators. Um, and that's, you know, the posture that we're taking. But remember that this is a very unique situation because not only are the senators acting as jurors, 
And this is an impeachment where everyone has seen the crime itself. Right. We've all been a witness to the crime in real time, repeatedly over time. We have seen the lead up, the conspiracy, um, and then the actual crime itself. But the jurors are also victims right. in this instance. Right. 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 Uh, and so we will be speaking to all 100 um, to call on them for their constitution, to carry out their constitutional duty, and to continue to amend the rift that has been done to our democracy to show the world that we are still in fact the greatest nation because of that democracy and our constitution and our duty to it um, and to ensure that justice is done so that healing and reconciliation and unity can take place. All right, all right. Well, Congresswoman Plaskett, we appreciate you. We wish you well. Thank you, uh, I love you, brother. I, I love you too, you know that. Uh, and it's always good to see you and we'll be praying for you. And Thank we know you. you're gonna represent us well, okay? Okay, you take care. All right, take care, Congresswoman Plaskett. All okay, right. Thanks so bye -bye. much. Bye, Stacy. All right, bye. love you. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. Please remember to listen, like, subscribe, and wherever you get your podcasts, please give the show a five-star rating. And please do spread the word. Let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.